Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. Hey, welcome to the show this week. I know that I said last week that we were going to be meeting with another Enneagram specialist this week, but that got postponed as things often do. So I thought today I would talk about something that has just been just on my heart like constantly. And I thought, you know what, if it's on my heart, I need to share it with y'all because here's the thing that I want to do as now the older mom, as the one that's been through it, right? I've got, you know, um, older kids. I don't have any preschoolers anymore. I am now moving into so many different topics that I thought the things about this podcast, if I can share stuff that helps you when you're in the moment with these young kids, when you are just bringing them up and maybe you can make some changes if you need to, or or talk about some tough stuff. And today's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one for me to share. I'm about to be incredibly vulnerable with you. Well, I'm always vulnerable, aren't I? But I do hold some things back. But today I'm going to share because I watched the Neverland documentaries. Did you watch that? Um, It was so disturbing. And I had a personal interest in watching it because I, too, went through years of abuse as a child. And what I saw that these boys endured and how they kept this secret for so long, one, until they're actually both of them, really, until their 30s. Then I watched um, Oprah Winfrey had a special where she interviewed these guys further, and she had a whole room full of people who had been sexually abused, and she made the comment that one of six boys are sexually abused, one of four girls are sexually abused. Just crazy numbers. And I know this is a often we talk about homeschooling and we talk about moms, but ladies and gentlemen, I have to talk about this. I have to talk about how do we get young children to share the secret. Because we spend so much time talking about secrets, right? And that secrets are, we keep a secret and we have a secret. But I think in this case, we've got to change something. We've got to make it so that our kids are comfortable talking about tough stuff with us. I recently um, talked to my mom about this and said, you know, why didn't I tell you? You know, why didn't I tell you? And and for me, I didn't tell because the person who was abusing me, they would get in trouble. And of course they would get in trouble. And I would feel responsible if they got in trouble. And I was such a people pleaser and such a peacemaker that I didn't want anyone to get in trouble. And then people often talk about the confusion because there is some um, pleasure because it is a physical sexual abuse that you don't know you're too young. My first memory of being abused was around eight years old. And um, you don't know. You really only know what you're being told. And so if we wait to have these conversations with kids about... um, these types of things, it could be too late and they could already be convinced that they shouldn't share. And I know that, um, I don't want to make you like hyper sensitive about this. Like I probably was 
frantic about this. Like I didn't let my kids spend the night with people when they were really young. There were like two friends that I let them spend the night with. It, not, I mean, I was super careful about that. And um, even now when they go spend the night, or they have hesitation about spending the night, I ask why. And recently one of my kids told me they felt uncomfortable spending the night at someone's house. And I said, you know, why? And he said that the older brother walked around in their underwear and it made him feel uncomfortable. And I said, that's, I appreciate you telling me that that is a good reason. And you do not, you know, I do not want you to spend the night in a place where you feel uncomfortable. So I thought, let's just talk about this. We're going to talk about some other tough issues with kids, but let's talk about this really tough issue of sharing the secret and daring to share. And I really want to help you train your children up in a way that they feel comfortable talking about this with you if something were to ever happen. Because let me tell you, you think you can protect them from this. It happens in the craziest of ways. And and the stories I've heard and, and people are really good and, and sneaky and... It happens in our own homes. Most of the time it does happen with someone that we know. It's not a stranger that comes in and hurts our children. It's a relative. It's a friend. It's a friend's dad. It's a, it's someone in your circle. And, and, and even me, like when I'm thinking about, wow, well, let them go to these couple of friends' houses. But sometimes it's even those closest friends. And, and so what I want to encourage you to do is from the get-go, have those conversations with your kids about... You know, if someone tells you to keep a secret from mommy or daddy, that isn't okay. We always tell us the secrets. And, you know, you share that secret with me. It's safe to share a secret. And then you do talk about our body parts and, and what's an okay zone. And, and if someone says this is love, you need to understand this is not love. And, and I think it's what's so hard is you have to be developmentally appropriate, right? A four-year-old isn't going to understand or a two-year-old isn't going to understand you know, a lot of this. So you have to make it very simple. So sometimes showing a doll, getting a baby doll and saying, what are places that we, you know, we can wash and we can touch and, you know, it's okay if, um, you know, mommy is going to help wash you and daddy's going to help wash you. The doctor can, you know, see your private parts, but no one else can see your private parts and what's private and what's okay. You're going to have to make that part of everyday conversation. I remember, when I worked um, in child development centers and I worked with teachers and I always would tell teachers, hey, you have to prep parents for what's coming ahead. You have to help them before the stage happens. For example, if a kid, the biting stage, kids around 18 months to two start biting because they are frustrated, they don't have the words yet. And so I'm like, you've got to prep people before it happens. And and that's what I feel like, not, heaven forbid, I mean, I pray it never happens to any of your children but somehow you have to start the conversation so comfortably that if something were to happen, they would just naturally tell you without hesitation because you just have always talked. And it is something in our home that they know their mom wants to talk about everything and their mom wants to find out everything and and be a researcher and ask the tough questions and talk about the tough things. And we do. We, we talk about everything and anything in my family and to be honest, I've still missed some things. I've had some things happen to some of my kids that I couldn't believe that I missed and, and didn't see the signs and didn't and didn't know. So you've got to be aware um, of that. And and often I remember watching Neverland and this these kids were saying they had no idea 
what was happening was wrong because now one, it was Michael Jackson and he was um, on such a pedestal, but also he was sharing, you know, how this was the way they showed love to one another. And if these kids told, then, then they would not be allowed to, to be together anymore. And I mean, two different boys that we know of, two different occasions, they went full on silent And I know how that feels. I went full on silent. It wasn't until I was 19 that I finally told someone that I had been abused. And to this day, not everyone knows. I mean, even in my own family, what happened. I carried the secret for a really long time. And and it happened to me for a really long time. Years and years and years. It happened to me. We've got to get our kids to trust us, to be able to say, there's nothing you can tell me that's going to cause you to be unloved or get in trouble in these kind of things. If someone says, don't share a secret, that's the very secret you run to us and tell. We We need you to do that. We want you to do that. Start those conversations. You don't have to go into great detail, but start the conversations about that. These are tough things, but it is a reality. And it's one thing to say, hey, we're going to stand up and me too. Me too, I was abused. I'm wearing denim because I was abused. It was a me too day the other um, day and we were going to wear denim. And I did wear denim because me too. It happened to me. I had a high school um, coach try to um, also try to do inappropriate things with me. Over and over in my life, I had people approach me, and I never told anyone. And it is one thing to say as an adult, yes, it happened to me too, but you know what? Me too comes with all the trauma and all the and all the aftermath. What I wish we could do is how do we get to, how do we stop it? That's what we have to do. We've got to figure out how to stop it. we got to stop the Me Too movement, not the movement, but the of saying Me Too. I hope in 20 years... You know, that number is almost nil because we as parents would have those hard conversations with our kids and say, if ever you're in a situation, I'm your way to get out. But I think we get our kids like I was terrified of my dad that I would get in so much trouble. I was terrified of what would happen to me. I mean, anytime something happened, I remember having a car wreck and I'm like, my dad's going to kill me. I don't want my kids to feel that way about me. I want them to feel as if anything they need, they can come to me. And any subject they need to talk about, they can come to me, no matter how difficult it is. And and I've said it before. I remember Christy and I did a whole podcast on it. You've got to start that when they're young because when they're old, it's too late. It really is. They've already established in their brain what mom and dad equals as far as relationship and as far as communication. So we've got to establish it early on. If you could think about it, again, two just catchphrases I keep thinking, dare to share and share the secret. Dare to share and share the secret. So be really careful how you present secrets to your kids. Be very careful because a perpetrator can say, this is our special secret. This is just between you and me. You know, Everybody gets to have secrets. It's okay. It's fun to have secrets. We don't have to tell anyone. 
And that is very convincing to a young mind. And so part of that conversation you have to have with your kids. And, and again, it's hard when they're really young. So, and at four, I think at four, you can start this. You can start talking about, because at four is when they're really kind of becoming aware of differences between boys and girls and their body and that kind of thing. So you can just start saying, you know, if someone says that, but the thing that I found interesting too in this, um, it was really, I think Oprah in her little documentary or after interview talked about was the coaching that is done and the, um, the luring of the whole family of, of the way perpetrators are masterful. And remember it can be an older sibling. It can be a it can be a cousin, it can be a friend, it can be another adult. I mean, it doesn't have to be an adult. It can be a child doing this to another child. So you need to be very aware of that. Um, and often, right, it, ha- it does happen um, in the dark. Or um, when you see people go off alone or someone was showing extra interest in your kid, just be very aware. Again, I'm not trying to scare you because I also know how that is. I remember, um, gosh, I remember when my son, who was adopted from Guatemala, came home, and and I knew he was exposed to porn in the orphanage. I'd already been aware of that, but he had a device, and I mean, he hadn't been home very long at all, and he had gotten on some site accidentally, and I don't know if accidentally, but he had gotten on some site, and he hid the iPad because he didn't know how to delete stuff or whatever or something before, so he hid it. And once we found it, we found what he'd been searching on. And actually, one of my other children, who was really young at the time, found it and just horrified me. And I flipped out, you guys. I started yelling and crying and freaking out because of my own trauma with sexual abuse. And so I think that we have to be careful not to go to the extreme and, and don't see something that's not there. But I do think we have to be very aware of this and um, be willing to talk about the tough things. I think we'll be better for it if we start those conversations. Again, focus on secrets and how important it is that, that they know that you are there for them in those moments and those secrets to come to life and dare to share the secret would be such a great way to go. The other tough stuff I want to just mention, I know this was so heavy what we just talked about and it was heavy for me to share. And, you know, many of you listening, you too could have been abused and I'm so sorry. And I would pray that you have been able to tear, tell someone and share your own secret Um, It is important that we dare to share the secrets ourselves because I think when we bring them to light, it helps us just stop this, which is what we have to do. Let me know if I can support you in any way. If you need to tell someone, I'm a safe place to tell. I'm not going to tell other people, but I can help you get help. There were some good books that I read when I finally started going through therapy. Even though I did share it at 19 and thought I had forgiven my perpetrator, it was well into my 30s when I went through counseling and really dealt with this and um, could realize that it wasn't my fault, even though um, it felt often like it was my fault or that I contributed to it, that it wasn't. And um, that's when I saw real healing. And I prayed that for you too. And 
um, I pray that I have not just triggered you into that because I know that can be trauma. But um, actually, you know what? I think I just want to stop this podcast here. I was going to talk about some other stuff, and we'll talk about that next week. We'll talk about some other issues that I want us to be able to talk with our children before we put them in the situation. And I think that's it. Before they get in the situation and are faced with it, that they know what they would do, that they know that they could scream for help, that they know they could tell someone they know. But again, often it's not as obvious as we would like. It's secretive. It's it's sneaky. Sexual abuse is sneaky. And um, we've got to find a way to protect our children. They are innocent and they need us. So I hope you have a great week. We are still hanging in there with Joshua. Many of you have reached out to me asking about him. I'm so thankful for that. He is um, still awaiting his transplant. And hopefully we will um, get that in the next few weeks. And we will see him on a road to recovery at that point. And Lord willing, remission. And for a long time, that's what we pray. So keep praying for him. I would appreciate that. And and if you have any questions or comments about this, you can reach out to me at Kathy at thehomegrownpreschooler.com. And I'm always thankful. Leslie is out there traveling. So if you see her, thank her for me for doing the traveling so that I can be home with Joshua during this season and with the rest of the family. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.